0: Welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave, where we chat with amazing women within the worlds of sports, fitness, wellness, and business who aren't afraid to keep it real. Every week, we talk careers, relationships, and most importantly, the practice of self-care. Uncensored and unapologetic, you'll walk away from every episode real life takeaways and advice. No BS or fluff. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Rebel Babe Cave. Today, we are talking about dealing with unsupportive people on your fitness journey. I think we have all been there. We have all dealt with people who say unsupportive things, like the people that love us the most, right? And the people that we love aren't always the most supportive when we get into a fitness routine. And so I thought it would be just a cool episode to kind of explore this a little bit and give you guys some tips for how to deal with it. But before I get into the episode, I just want to share with you guys a pretty big win I had this past week. I launched the beta class of my new nutrition program, which was so freaking exciting. The doors are closed for it, and I'm not taking anyone for the next couple of months. But I don't know. It was just really awesome. I I wanted a certain number you know, a certain range of people to try it out. And I hit my minimum, which was awesome, Got in then some, and I had my kickoff call and I got to, you know, just kind of talk to these amazing women. I mean, I have business owners in here. I have girls from my Rebellion group. There's just such an awesome mixture of women who are all trying out this program for me. And, you know, I called it beta because if you guys know me, like everything I've ever launched, I have been like a crazy person about like I don't share stuff like even this, this podcast, you guys. I had eight episodes recorded. I had editors, I had everything locked and loaded, ready to go before I even announced that I was launching this podcast. So as you can imagine, when I'm launching an entire program that involves humans that are going to be affected by it, you bet your ass that I need to make sure that it is amazing. So The program itself is absolutely amazing. I'm so thrilled with it. But the reason why I called it a beta class is because I wanted to see if there are any kinks to be worked out. And I just wanted to see like, if we scale this and make it bigger and we bring more and more and more and more women into the program, you know, what could go wrong? What things will go wrong or what will be difficult or what will be stressful or what will I rip my hair out of my head over? Where will we fail? So that when this happens, you know, I don't have 100 women, 1000 women, whatever, mad at me, and said, you know, there are 10 to 20 that are willing to give me that feedback and maybe a little bit of grace in the process. (laughs) So this is just a really cool and exciting thing for me on a personal and professional level. I've been coaching for years now, and to finally kind of be willing to expand it and know that I have the heart and the capacity to do it is just so fucking cool. And I know I can help a lot of women kind of break free from the bullshit diet roller coaster and whatnot. So, so exciting. You guys, I love, I'm such a nerd about nutrition. I love it so much. And I really, really, really love being able to see a woman just kick ass and be successful with it and feel good about herself because that's the most important part is just feeling good in your body, not necessarily looking a certain way, but, you know, getting there mentally and emotionally before you get there physically is so killer. I love it. Making the leap into fitness, it can be a pretty tough one. When you start lifting, like a lot of things change, like your lifestyle, your mindset about the scale, and like even the people around you, it's hard enough on its own, but it's even harder when the people around you are unsupportive. Most of us have a hard time getting support from our significant other, let alone be fortunate enough to have an entire support system. So how do you get through it? I'm not going to lie. It's absolute gold when the people around you support your lifestyle, Or at the very least, don't try to tear you down for it. You can't change the people around you, but you can change how you deal with them. So let's say your significant other is unsupportive. If you know me, you know I am obviously very into fitness, but it always wasn't that way. I spent years yo-yo dieting and believing there was a magic pill that existed only if I kept looking. I refused to lift weights because I thought it was a man thing. And when my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, started to get healthy a few years ago, you know, it bothered me. I felt jealous of the gym. I felt left out. I was the unsupportive girlfriend. I just didn't get it. There are endless ways that your significant other can be unsupportive from pressuring you to eat like crap, to giving you guilt trips for hitting the gym, And they also may be ignorant about what lifting weights does for a woman's body and tell you that you'll get manly looking and try to discourage you. It's all very shitty. Not to mention there may be some underlying unresolved relationship issues and your new lifestyle could be triggering them. So what to do? Talk to them. (laughs) In an ideal scenario, your relationship is healthy enough where you can express how you feel and they'll listen and maybe adjust their behavior. If not, then you need to set boundaries or make sacrifices and stick to them. You are doing this for yourself. And if they're choosing to make it difficult for you, then you gotta rise above for the sake of your own goals. You know, we cannot use our significant other as a crutch. So if they're not eating healthy or they're not eating similarly to how you feel like you need to eat, we can't blame them and be like, well, he ate ice cream, so I did too. Or he ate an entire pizza, so I thought I could too. you know you have to have some boundaries for yourself. And when it comes to meals, you know, if you cook for each other, there are options, you know. If they don't want to eat what you cook, you can always both cook your meals separately. My husband and I do this all the time. It's actually people are so surprised, but sometimes we just, you know, we're busy people and sometimes it's just easier for him to just make his thing, I make mine, we sit down together, we eat. And sometimes we make food together. It just depends on what's going on. If you're the one that cooks for the family, you know, you can make the family meal and then make your own separate. And the best way to do that without going crazy is, you know, instead of making an entirely separate meal, just make some modifications, you know? Like, I mean, it depends on what your plan is. Some people do flexible dieting and you can fit a lot of things into that. But, you know, sometimes you have parameters around your carbs, protein, and fat, and you can't always fit stuff in. So for example, like if they're having tacos, you can make yourself a taco salad or a taco bowl with rice or beans. Instead, if they're eating fries, you can make fries in the air fryer or bake them or just keep it. So it's just maybe a little bit healthier than what they're eating. And a lot of the times it's just a portion thing. You can eat the exact same thing, just maybe not as much. And as far as taking time to go to the gym, you got to explain you're doing this for yourself and you'd appreciate that they not make comments or make you feel guilty or bad about it. And that it's hurtful. And honestly, like I said, I think if you have a healthy relationship, then this should not be an issue. You can't force or guilt trip someone to join you on your journey, no matter how unhealthy they may be. That's you being unsupportive as much as you want to believe you're helping. You know, at the time, my husband would get so frustrated with my unhealthy mindset. And there were times where he would like gently nudge me towards fitness. And other times he would just like downright shove me. In the beginning, I agreed to a month of CrossFit foundations classes. And then I didn't go back. You know, six months later... I got an email from the gym. They invited me to their new CrossFit Light program. And I was like in the midst of being like, okay, I know I need to do something. And then this like less intimidating program just opened the door. And after that, I had to fuel my own fire, but that lit it for me. And and that's sometimes, you know, that's what it takes for other people. They need their own spark. You know, you can ask them if they want to join, but don't force them, include them, be warm and inviting. And if they decide to participate in any form of fitness, accept it, even if it's not what you'd prefer, they do a start is a start. You just might have to accept that they aren't going to go, you know, they're not going to join you on your journey and be your soulmate and your fit couple fantasies will come crashing down, but They may still be supportive of you going, and you should let that be enough. What's not okay is, you know, if your significant other is putting you down, calling you fat, discouraging you from bettering yourself, not accepting you, or downright trying to control you, then there's a lot more here to look at. These issues extend far beyond the gym, and you may need to ask yourself if your relationship is healthy or if this is the sort of person worthy of being your partner. So another (laughs) category of unsupportive people are your family. You know, families, especially when you're super close, they can be so unsupportive, which is crazy, right? Most of the time, they mean well. They love you, and they hate to see you not, I'm using air quotes, enjoying yourself by eating all the food at a gathering. You might lose some weight and they tell you that, you know, you're getting too skinny or that your muscles are too much. And maybe they even put you down because you're the big one out of the rest of them. Dude, all of this can really fuck with your head. Like this is your family, the people who are supposed to love you unconditionally. And here they are shitting on you trying to better yourself. You know, in this situation, you really only have a couple of options and that's talk to them or ignore it. I personally always try to talk things out first. And, you know, sometimes people don't realize they're being unsupportive or how it's affecting you. Other times, you know, it's just the way they are older relatives and parents, especially you just can't, you can't change them. You just have to adjust your mindset to the understanding that they just don't get it. And if you keep doing what you're doing, they might see it someday. And if they don't, that's just something you'll need to accept. So how about the unsupportive friends? As much as I hate to jump to jealousy, this tends to be the case when it comes to friendships. People hate to feel like you're surpassing them on some level or another. A lot of friendships are complacent and comfortable and you generally see, you know, you see each other as equals. So what happens when one piece of the equal pie starts to better themselves? The other person starts to feel it. You know, they might look at you and feel like you think you're better than them. Your newfound healthiness might shine a light on their unhealthiness, and an insecurity explosion could ensue. Rather than use you as inspiration to better themselves, they might try to get you back on their level by making rude comments or trying to aid you in sabotaging your progress. As shitty as it is, this is something that happens. You can try talking to them and including them, like, you know, in the significant... Other way we talked about, or you may need to just like allow the two of you to simply drift. A lot of friends are lost on fitness journeys because you know, you're elevating yourself and quite possibly growing out of the friendship. If they're just like not willing to accept you and accept where you're at and what you're doing for yourself. So not as close and personal, but still really relevant is the unsupportive coworker. We see our co-workers, I mean, not really right now, because a lot of us are working from home. But generally, you see your co-workers every single day, you share a break room fridge with them, you know, like they see what you eat. And people bring cake and cookies and donuts into the workplace. And so this could be, you know, a potentially really unsupportive environment. It's probably the easiest to deal with emotionally, but you know, it's clearly the most annoying when you see them about every day, coworkers have zero obligation to love you or support you. And they will berate you for eating healthy and then lose their minds when you eat something they consider unhealthy that you're treating yourself with, or if it like fits your macros or something. I'm not kidding you my husband actually has this issue so he uh he works out like a psychopath and his diet is good it's it's not amazing but it's pretty good and people just assume he's on this crazy strict diet so when he has something like pizza or a donut or something people are like oh is that on your diet <laughs> are you allowed to have that you know, or if he just turns down something because he just doesn't want it, people are like, oh, come on. Well, oh, this isn't on your diet plan. Like you can't have this. And it's, you know, it's just kind of like a gross, a gross environment to have. So this is where like compartmentalization, commitment and determination really have to come in. You know, donuts in the break room, catered lunches, people rolling their eyes at your packed lunch. And, you know, you just got to be strong. You, you can politely ask them not to make comments. But in my experience, ignoring them and not giving them the satisfaction of ruffling your feathers tends to be the best way to go. And eventually, some of them might ask you for your advice. And that includes friends, too. You know, when people see you starting to better yourself, usually they're going to be critical and upset and frustrating and annoying, you know, and then eventually when they see the results or they see how great you're doing, or they see how happy you are, they're like, wait, what have you been doing? (laughs) Hey, can you help me? Blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing how that people can go from completely unsupportive to asking your advice in just a short time. You know, when you have goals, you can't let anyone, no matter how close you are to them, stop you. You are bettering yourself. You're improving your health, your life, your mind, your body by embarking on this journey. Don't let unsupportive or ignorant people keep you from that. And what if you have no one? You know, sometimes that's, I hate to say it, but sometimes it's even better. You may not have anyone to support you, but you don't have anyone to drag you down either. And at the end of the day, you're the only one who can accomplish your goals. When you can make shit happen without support, you've already proven yourself, you can do it. So when you do have it, it's simply a bonus. I hope you guys enjoyed this short episode this week. And I am so excited for my next couple of guests. They are amazing women and you are so gonna love them as usual feel free to slide into my DMS. My Instagram is at Excel Rose, X-T-A-L-R-O-S-E. Love you guys. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rebel Babe Kate. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe and we'd love it. If you left a review, see you next week.